my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal, sending you love and light and prosperity wherever you are, sending you connection and warmth because they are all of the things that you deserve. So in today's podcast episode, we are talking about dimming your light as a form of self-protection and why you shouldn't do that. So I've mentioned how I am on my feminine energy healing journey. And one of the things that I saw in a recent um, post from a group that I'm in is just talking about how when people start to own the full extent of their feminine energy, they will start to radiate. They'll start to radiate and operate out of their beauty, out of their worth, out of their confidence, have them showing up in a lot of um, confidence and their sensuality and sexuality and just owning a room and owning a space when they walk into it, right? And all of our distinct ways, um, however that looks like for us, but we are just fully embodied as ourselves. And the post also talked about that when a person is owning their space like that, it can provoke jealousy from people who are still on their journey getting there, right? And the people don't actually know that the jealousy is because it is calling out a part of themselves that they are still healing, but it just, it feels offensive to them. It feels like that person is doing too much. It feels like that person is radiating in that way because they're trying to say that they're better than the other people and just um, the insecurities will, will come. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. So you've heard me share about my journey with vitamin D and how a deficiency was causing havoc in my life, causing depression that was not helped by therapy, emotional support skills, and other resources that I had access to because the source was organic and coming from inside my body. And it was only by healing my body with vitamin D supplements that I actually saw change. And I'm not alone with me being part of the 82% of black women in America who struggle with the vitamin D deficiency due to our melanin not being able to synthesize as much vitamin D from the sun. But Black Girl Vitamins is a proud black owned brand that develops vitamins to address the specific needs of black women like iron and vitamin D deficiency. Each purchase contributes to a scholarship fund that supports black women pursuing healthcare education. Plus they're vegan friendly and free 
free from harmful additives. Try Black Girl Vitamins to see improved health in areas such as energy, fertility, and pregnancy support, balancing your blood sugar, and more. Get 10% off your first order with the code HEAL10 at blackgirlvitamins.co. That's B-L-A-C-K-G-I-R-L-V-I-T-A-M-I-N-S dot co and use promo code HEAL10 to get $10 off. Take control of your health and level up your summer with Black Girl Vitamins. It's time to make this summer your healthiest one yet. And so I'm reading that and I've probably read that passage or things that are similar to that or even talked about it here on this podcast um, or with my clients for years in, in different ways. Um, just that idea that some people can get threatened from just you showing up as yourself and you having self-worth and boundaries. But, you know, sometimes, and I know that people, I know y'all listening to this can relate to this. Sometimes a word will just hit you differently. Um, sometimes you can, after hearing the same lesson, same advice multiple times, it, it sinks into a different place. And that's what happened with this one. When I read it this time around, what I realized is that I had spent, I have spent so much of my life dimming my light in order to be palatable and safe for the masses. I have learned that to be likable means to not be too much. It has been a form of appeasing people even including here on Black Girls Hill. I intentionally, even though I've zeroed in on talking to women who struggle with intimacy disorders, even in how I might present topics, the stories that I share, um, the way that I show up online when I do show up online, there has been an overarching, the best word that I have right now is shadow, but it might be more like a veil of making sure that I do not offend because I want to make sure that every woman who needs the, needs the words and needs the support and needs the encouragement that I have to give receives it. And I don't want to be too off putting, but in me doing that and <laughs> me doing that, I've only been dimming who I am and the part of me that makes me great. That makes me amazing that makes me beautiful, that makes me funny, that makes me uniquely myself. And no one asked me to do that. (laughs) This, This is not a critique of other people. This is more of me having this realization that says the way that I learned to get acceptance, the way that I learned to feel safe in my community and places that I was around was for me to blend in. That was my coping mechanism and it served very well for me, but like a lot of coping mechanisms that we are all unlearning, it has worked very well for us until it hasn't, until we've been become aware of how it blocks us in other areas because it's not coming from a place of wholeness and healing and self-love. And so here is where we are going for today's podcast episode this podcast episode i'm going to talk a little bit more about where the need to dim our light comes from and i'm going to say a little bit of of next steps that you can take to walk in your light and to show up as your full self 
Hopefully the content of today's episode is helpful across the board in varying respects. I know that some people, I think for this topic, um, this topic, there may be more variants because I think some of us have personalities that were like shy wear, humble wear, like, and it's not coming from a place of ego. It is coming from a place of true confidence or you had family members or caregivers who gassed you up, <laughs> who were all about being your, your biggest fans. Even if they weren't perfect around the board, that is, that is an area that they were very supportive in. And so the idea of dimming your light might seem pretty strange, but again, um, hopefully something that I am able to teach today in case um, you decide to finish today's episode Something that I share is something that hits a place that you need it. And if not, as always, take what you need and leave the rest. So let's go ahead and jump in. So one of the reasons that we will dim our light is because we are taught that that is called humility, um, that we are taught that it is a way of being measured and showing up in our confidence to always defer to others and say, well, you know, I couldn't have done it without the support of somebody else or you know, well, I just try as hard as I can every day or this old thing or, you know, it's not me, it's all all the Lord. And I'm all about giving praise to God. I'm all about you showing up and being honest and giving flowers to the people who've supported you. But you also deserve and can receive, it's okay and safer for you to receive praise as well. Because even if it was God, in case that is your um, belief system, even if it was God that gave you access to be able to do or show up in the way that you are, you still chose via your own free will to show up in that way. You still are choosing to use your voice, use your talent, adorn yourself, right? And that is amazing. That is obedience and you deserve praise for that. It is not humility to deny the goodness that has been given to you and the goodness that you're walking in, the beauty that you have right? Um, it is goodness to, to own it and to own it fully. So we have to let that light shine in all of these ways and shine boldly and shine proudly. Another reason why we will tend to dim our light is we may find that it's easier to not draw attention to ourselves. Maybe we grew up in homes, maybe there was alcoholism or some kind of um, drug addiction, um, some kind of domestic violence, some kind of emotional abuse, um, whatever it might be. But the role of the household, household or the environment is that whoever the attention was on would be the, the, um, the target for abuse or the target for mocking or the target for neglect, the target for being put in their place. And so you learn that it's easier for you just to not try to be too bold. It's easier for you to slip uh, under the right radar. And so you carry that on into other areas of your life as well. Some of us, this actually is a skill of ours. Some of us are really just observant people. We are by nature introverts. We are by nature the type of women who will just lay back and watch things, things evolve. And that's actually our strength. But when we combine it with the past that I described or using it as a coping mechanism, we shift from operating in our strength, which is laying back and observing to now we are hiding. 
you're going to hear me talk a lot about beauty and appearance when I talk about feminine energy because it is one of the overarching characteristics of operating in your feminine energy um, and that radiating that I'm talking about, um, letting people see you and experience you is part of peak femininity. And so there, that's part of it, right? Like this is part of the things that I'm learning about, but it's also one of the things that is a common thread for a lot of the women that I work with as they become healed and loved women, as they women, as they walk in their love worthiness. This is a part of themselves they have not yet tapped into their full womanhood altogether. And it'd be so easy for me to give so many examples because you know I like to give a variety of, of examples. It would be so easy for me to talk about not dimming our light and the in the aspect of our accomplishments only are talking about the talents that I've already mentioned before and things that are based in us doing and things that are based in us performing versus us just being seen and being admired for being the beautiful creatures that we are. And no matter our body shape, no matter our skin color, no matter our hair texture, no matter our height, no matter our stretch marks, no matter our um, our blemishes or hyperpigmentation, no matter what it might be that we own our light. And so many women are looking for the permission or the, the opportunity to, to show up as their full selves or to have someone who comes in and shines the light on them because they don't feel like they have a right to be holding the flashlight. <laughs> like they don't have the, the right to be the one that's operating the spotlight because then that means that you're being too much or too egotistical, right? That you have to share, right? That it's not all about you. Again, all the things that we are told that normal healthy confidence is actually pride. When really me owning the space that I'm in, taking up the space that I'm in is healthy and appropriate, is actually a sign of healing. And the healing is not only for you to be able to reclaim, reclaim the parts that um, people may have tried to take from you, but it's also healing for the little girl who's looking for someone who looks like her, looking for someone who is showing what it's like to step into your full self as a black woman. So no, it is not safer for you to blend in. Related to that, the third reason why a lot of women will blend in is because they never had a healthy version of a woman showing up as her full self in front of her. So maybe her mother or mother figure was someone who had a lot of body image issues. Maybe she never showed up confidently. Maybe she was always on a diet. Maybe she only felt beautiful or accepted or loved when there was a romantic partner in her life. And maybe the way that she let some of romantic partners treat her was less than what she should have. And so watching all this and internalizing all of this as little girls, even if you've tried your best to do the opposite, you still gain some messages on what it means to be beautiful, to be a woman, to be valued, to um, show yourself, right? If you watched her going back to needing to blend in for safety, you know, if you watched her kind of fall in line with toxic family members instead of standing up for herself or with a toxic 
partner who was who was abusive and she had to kind of go along to get along one that is ba- hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Based in a talent and intelligence, maybe your mother had a lot of a lot of giftings and she, out of her own insecurities, out of her own self-denial, she didn't go out for the things that she was good in. Maybe she was an amazing artist and she never went out for, for fear of rejection. Um, for fear of someone saying that she wasn't good enough. Maybe she was too afraid of overshadowing some people. Maybe she came from a family house that was filled with a lot of talented people. And so she was constantly comparing herself to those people or people outside of her home and never feeling like she measured up. And so the same thing, because you never saw someone press forward in that has been hard for you to own that for yourself. Or maybe you did see that made a vow saying you would never be that person, but because you never had the model of intrinsic confidence and motivation, it's kind of been an uphill battle with you learning what does that look like for yourself. And I'm focusing on mother figures right now because this is a podcast for women. Um, but this modeling definitely happens with all of our relationships with, with our fathers, with our father figures, with our uncles, with our grandmas, with our cousins, with our mentors, with our siblings. We, we learn messages from all of these places for sure. And so those were the images that you had. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. 
ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. So now you as an adult woman, no matter how much you are trying to show up as your full self, you don't really know the path of what that looks like. And so it can feel very uncomfortable. It can feel very against the grain because you don't know what's quite normal or not normal for you. Maybe you've tried to show up as your full self and shown up in all of your light and shine the spotlight on yourself. And it was a little bit lackluster. It was less than you actually thought it would be in your head. And so you are feeling discouraged. So you got over your fears and you recorded a TikTok video of you playing the guitar and it didn't get as many likes as you wanted it to. Or you put it up on YouTube and someone left a really weird or discouraging comment and now you are second guessing yourself because you showed up in your light and the response that you got didn't feel as good. Maybe you've shown up exactly how you wanted to, but that imposter syndrome is now there, right? That fear that you can't really keep up this facade because it's not really you. So people really loved my poetry, but will they continue to like my poetry? People really loved this fashion design that I made and I sewed this beautiful dress for someone and they're telling me I should start my own Etsy shop, but what if no one actually wants to buy it? right? All of the self-doubt, all of the fear on whether or not um, that success that we had was actually real. So we will dim our light there to make sure that we're not disappointed down the road. But I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell all my students, um, whether or not you're a recovery school student or you did the You Are Worthy course, every single desire and wish you have inside of you is there for a reason. It is there because it is part of your birthright. It is there because it is something that is God given for you. So if you are 42 years old and you're saying, man, I ain't got no rhythm, but I wish I was a dancer. <sighs> man, if only I was given that talent and every day, of your life or every time it comes to your remembrance, you have this really deep yearning, sis, that means you need to go and get dance lessons. That means that you have the desire and purpose and passion of a dancer and all you're needing is support to help you curate that, that energy that's already there. So yes, maybe you didn't come out of the womb, you know, two-stepping <laughs> to the beat, but it sounds like you have everything you need inside of you to help you get there, that you will have the tenacity, that you have the love for the sport that it takes for you to get better, to keep coming back, to keep growing at it. It is not too late. And 
if you dim your light and feel that you're not worthy because of your age, because of your body size, because you don't um, act or present in a way that a dancer is supposedly supposed to act and present in, then you are, you're cheating yourself. You are meant to show up exactly as you are in whatever stage is put in front of you. So I need you to go and make those dance lessons, sis. I need you to start recording yourself as you are practicing these dance moves and let yourself get better. Let yourself know that you are worthy even as you are working through your coordination, even as you're working on going as deep as you need to in some, in some moves, even if you're still learning how to twerk. <laughs> how many sisters out there want to know how to twerk and you're feeling bad about yourself because you can't and you're feeling some envy? Girl, not everybody wants to know how to twerk, but you do. And because you do, that means that it's time for you to find a studio to find a teacher, to find a YouTube video and get in there and get some support and start to embrace all that you are. You are worthy of everything that you want to unlock inside of you. And so with that said, let's go ahead and get into my next steps. My next steps are simple. My next steps are for you to do exactly what I said, which is walking towards and moving closer to the things that bring you joy to no longer hiding in the shadows, to thinking that next level version of myself, what would she do in this moment? What does she look like? What does she think? How does she act? And starting to embody her because she's already there. We talk a little bit uh, about this in our You Are Worthy course. So some of this is sounding familiar and we kind of talk more about where that self-doubt and those things come from. But in short, I want you to start to celebrate you. You are in charge of throwing your own parties. You are the one who's in charge of throwing your own parade. You are the one who has the right, the permission, the ability to be your biggest fan. And it can be amazing. You know, years ago when um, Snoop, Snoop Dogg got his, um, I want to say it was his Hollywood star, and he was saying the speech, he went viral because he was talking about how he thanks himself for all the work he put in, all the long hours. He, he appreciates himself for um, the dedication and the spirit and the drive. And there was, it was a split response. Some people were like, oh, he's so funny. This was obviously a joke. Some people thought that he was being egotistical and selfish. Some people thought it was amazing. I'm in the camp that thinks that that was amazing. I think that we wait too, too long and too often waiting for someone to see us and choose us and to give us the validation that we have in our heart when we can give that to ourselves, that we deserve to give that to ourselves. This man worked um, for decades. Everything that he said, it was truth. He, he showed up for himself and the ways that he listed for decades and he deserved to give himself that praise. Now don't at me about other things because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ability and the right that we have to tell ourselves thank you and to celebrate, celebrate our accomplishments in real time, in the moment. And with that, we teach people how to treat us. 
So if we go around with this energy that's like, you know, don't worry about me. You know, I'm just a humble servant. You know, I'm just here just showing up and doing my best. You know, I, I don't need that praise. I don't need all that. I don't need the flowers. Don't be surprised when you don't get the flowers. You know, it's kind of like we're, we're, we're waiting for people to kind of chase us and do kind of this cat and mouse and say, you know what? No, Sheena, you say you don't want it, but I'm going to give it to you. And so we're playing chicken with this, but no, it is okay for you to say, this is how I want to be loved. This is how I'm loving myself. So that when people see that, they join in with that. They say, okay, this is the standard that Sheena wants to be seen and appreciated. And because they see that standard, either they join in with it or they feel threatened or they say that's too much because they either can't do it or they don't want to do it. And that's fine. They will go and find somebody else who will take less. They will go and find someone else who hasn't really stepped into her value yet, but that has nothing to do with you, right? Healthy people, healthy people who have healthy self-confidence, they see somebody else who's shining and they're like, oh yes, I like that. I want to be around that. That feels good to be around someone who is owning their own, owning their own worth because when you're actually doing that, that means you are get, you're able to give that same amount of love and appreciation to other people because you're full, right? Think about the people that you know. Um, hopefully you have um, several examples, but think about the people you know who are um, just really amazing people, really confident people. Typically those people are also the most loving. They're the most loving because they fully are able to love themselves and they give out of that abundance of love to other people as well. I hope that makes sense. So that is where you are. That's where you are trying to get to as a healed and loved woman, right? That, that is our goal, but you can only do that by letting that light shine. So let yourself break out of that box. Do what it is that you want to do. People are always going to have something to say. So that's why it's important to focus on what makes you happy. And you may need to expel some people and repel some people so that you can actually only have the people around you who are truly for you and able to rise with you into this next level version of yourself. So that is it for this episode. If you are wanting to work more on this worthiness stuff, <laughs> if you're wanting to start to uproot these things that have been making you doubt yourself, a great first step is our You Are Worthy course. It is a baby version. It is a mini um, version of what we do in our bigger coaching program. So um, I love shooting women that resource. Um, you can learn about it and enroll in it by going to blackgirlsheal.org slash worthy and start to rewrite those stories, uh, start to rewrite those narratives that have been keeping us stuck and living in our bubble and living underneath what we actually want um, and start creating the life that we do want. So that is it for this episode. I'm sending you all love and I will see you in the next one. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.